Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Welcome to Sports and Things weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports, music, and topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and your host, Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, I have the fellas, Jay Hill, Trey Ely, and John Lane. What up, fellas? Yo, yo, yo. It's actually Miss... Mr. Turner, Trey Ely, Jason Hill, and we can be eliminated. <laughs> oh, man, I just saw that. Um, this is a special. Well, it's not a really special edition. The only one dressed up in, in the costume is Jay Hill, but this is the Halloween edition of Sports and Things. Uh, and a lot of scary shit happened over the weekend. So <laughs> let's, let's get right into it. Uh, scary shit happened today. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, oh, two o'clock this morning, some scary shit happened too. It was like, good gracious. Yeah. Man. All the NFL trades and the NBA trade, uh, the deadlines, uh, or the NFL trade deadline was the scary part. But uh, let's start with the NFL since we're already there. Um, the Washington Commanders succumbed to the Philadelphia Eagles. What was the score? I didn't catch the final score. 38-31. That's not bad. Um, who's at fault for the loss to the Eagles? Trey? <laughs> <laughs> You want to say Chase Young, who's no longer with us? Oh wow, <laughs> no longer with us. Good lord! Yeah, I mean, like, um, yeah, they, they, they took him out. Uh, they took him out back. I'm, Damn, I'm blaming Rob Rivera. If if y'all saw that question and answer I sent you that they had on him with him on Reddit, <laughs> and the questions people were asking, <laughs> do you have a pulse? What exactly do you do here? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So they were like, so if you don't call offensive plays and you don't call defensive plays and you don't give halftime speeches, uh, what do what you, the fuck what do exactly you do? are your in-game responsibilities? <laughs> Stand in, look cool. Stands, stands there with his arms crossed. Mm-hmm. That's how coaching used to be. The coaching staff, man. That's how coaching used to be. Coaching staff. You had one, you had one head coach and had an offensive and a defense. It's definitely the coaching, man. <laughs> It's definitely the coaching. Uh, yeah. Terrible. 
Trey, Trey and I were sort of like debating about the Chase Young situation last night. Because, now. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. But we were debating because um, I was saying, and Trey didn't like this narrative, but I kept saying that last season the defense was better when Chase Young was out. You know, they, they performed better. And my point was, you know, the reason why they performed better is because they were able to rotate – a lot of the guys in different positions. So the offenses had no False. idea who was rushing. Montez was either on, you know, the right side and sometimes Jonathan Allen was on the right side. So whenever they rotated, it was easier for them to get sacks. It was either for them to get, to get uh, picks. They didn't get as many picks last year, but um, they definitely had a ton more pressures and a ton more sacks last year as a result of Chase Young being out. Uh, that don't mean, but does that really like, like because he's out, like you can't, like even when he's in there, you is that um, conversation a skill? Is that a skill issue? Because you can't rush from the left side, my friend. You can't rush on the right side. Like, is that what I you think mean? I think we Trey and I finally came to the conclusion that it's the coaching. If you can't coach the number two overall pick in how to get to the quarterback. Because some some of the time he's being double teamed, and a lot of the other times the quarterbacks are just rushing, they're getting away from the pressure and they're figuring out how to cover Chase Young. If you're not scheming for Chase Young, if you're not scheming the defense around Chase Young, then it's you. You gotta go. So if you watch, you know, like Chase's pressures, it's almost, it's not even almost. You can see that the quarterback was expecting the pressure to come from that spot. Right, he was ready he's, all, he's always there. He's, he's going to move. There. He steps away from it. He gets ready to throw over top of it, whatever. It's like the design. All Everything was set up for the pressure to come from that direction. There's and never so any pressure from the our linebackers. Our defensive coordinators didn't do anything to kind of take advantage of that, that these right. guys are looking for pressure here. So, like, overload the other side and use Chase as a decoy. Right. I mean, right. do something. Right. <laughs> they just That's let coaching, it go. Man. That sounds like coaching. Yeah, it's 100 percent coach. I mean, Chase was putting pressure. If you watch, Chase is always kind of like putting pressure on the quarterback, but the quarterback is always expecting him. Like yeah, the they, they're always preparing for him they're... to come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the yeah. pressure's gonna come from this side, so roll this way. Yeah. Or the pressure's gonna come from this side, so throw the short pass over top of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. every time. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the moot point because you know, we know it's coaching. And yeah, they really rotated guys now. Pretty soon, <laughs> the coaching won't matter either because <laughs> they won't be out of here too. Yeah, this team won't be anything. The team you know it's gonna be uh, as of the Eagles game is going to be completely different. Yeah, it's going to be a completely different squad. How, how long do you think the rebuilding phase will be in Washington, just uh, specifically for the commanders? Because, you know, I don't know. Just teams trust the process. Well, <laughs> whoa, whoa, this ain't Philly. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is Josh Harris. Uh, you know what? He, maybe he Trust the process. That maybe that's his phrase. That's, it's his. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was be. his team. It was his team. I don't know if he coined it. Yeah, I don't think he but, coined it. Yeah, it was his team, though. Yeah. So just trust the process. Jeez. Josh Harris, trust the process. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> Josh Harris is here. Trust the process. How do we oh, he had a great day today. He traded uh, James Harden, Chase Young, and Montez Sweat today. He had a great day. He's having a Heineken right now. 
<laughs> I get rid of all of them. Well, well yeah. since we talk about it, how do we feel about the trades the command has made today? I mean, Trey, you can go. I don't give a shit. I, I, I mean, I feel <laughs> I feel like new ownership sat here and watched what you know, evaluated what he had, and his trade deadline came, and he was like, you know what? I don't like it. So I can't blame him for what he's doing. But what do you think about the value back? Um, I I love the value for Montez Sweat. I mean, that is a very good pick. The value for Chase Young stings, man. I mean, we took mm-hmm. that dude second overall wow. in a draft I- that has that that now has multiple uh, uh, starting quarterbacks. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why that, that why the draft we giving him up for. So Essentially, a fourth round pick because the 49ers are going to be late third round. Yeah, I'm going to tell you why that happened. It's because while the commanders were searching for a good deal for Chase, they weren't getting the deal that they wanted because most of the people who wanted Chase around the league only wanted to give a third or fourth round a day. They didn't want to give up a second and definitely not a first. So the commanders kept passing, <coughs> kept passing on them and saying, no, nah, we'll pass. We're looking for a second at least a second or a high third. And then the call came in about Montez for a second. And they're like, oh, shit. A second from we, one of the worst teams in the league. We were like, yo, we have to take that. It's from the Bears. A this second round pick, pick from the 35. Bears. <laughs> we're like, we'll take it. So they immediately struck by the iron side. And then someone called and said, well, it's Kyle Shanahan. I said, you know, we'll give you a a third rounder, but that's that's all we can give you. But and I guess I guess Josh was like, look, this is this is league wide. Uh, all the teams are looking at this, and they're like, we don't want Chase for less than a third because of because of that injury. It's you know the numbers are one thing, but that injury is is what's fucking his value so, up. So here's the weird thing about the Chase Young trade that somebody pointed out on the draft. I mean, on the trade deadline special on ESPN the compensant I think the, comp, the the compensatory pick we would have gotten for Chase would have been like a third rounder anyway yeah <laughs> so we, we really didn't uh, do anything saying they could have they could have waited we could have just kept him and just we let him just, walk yeah, and we, we got the same thing right no, right we got a third rounder why anyway. didn't we do that but why I didn't think, we just, I think they, why they, didn't we just they, do that? They do that because it, it's to make the point, too. But it's like not a guarantee. That's the other thing, too, they said, though. But it just, they just oh, ready the, to make the, a move, the, too. The, comp, like, we'll make the a compensatory move pick is not guaranteed? No. That's what they were saying. They said they could get it, but they might not. Huh. That's what that's what the, that's what the um, article I saw. But said. you know why you do it now? You go ahead and tank for your draft position. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is basically what they're <laughs> you saying. Go ahead and tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he traded the two edge rushes. Basically, take <laughs> baby, like the singer. Go <laughs> ahead. All right. Uh, do you agree with Chase Young's dad when he said, "If you haven't played a physical sport in your life, you cannot speak or have an opinion about it." Who's Jay Chase Young? Oh, shut up. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a. Fine. It's a really, really fine line argument-wise only because there's a lot of broadcasters that make money off of just talking shit with their opinion, never having stepped foot on a court, a there's field, a lot of knowledgeable, anything. There's a lot of knowledgeable sports writers and reporters, too. Like, it's not like... But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that still... You you even still like you can study all you want about war until you've been in it. It's like 
you really just on the outside scheming. Like, this is how we should attack him. Nah, you'll see when you in that motherfucker, this is how you got to attack him. Like, it ain't, it's, it ain't as simple. So, and I know I'm not really saying that sports is like war. I'm just saying as far as like uh, knowledge about it doesn't make you a bona fide expert. But people want to hear, people want to hear outlandish shit every now and then. So you end up <laughs> getting paid a lot of money to talk outlandish shit. And well, then, well, you know, you, you drum up shit. Here's an argument, though, because Stephen A. Smith ain't played sports, right? But he's exactly he's arguably one of the most fought, like sought after like reporters or like people in sports news. Doesn't make him good. Yeah, I mean, so doesn't like make when him John... good. He has the number one show in sports. <laughs> But but when John and I had this conversation, men, uh, lie. I he, know, I get it. Men lie. He brought up lie. he brought Number, up the analogy of yeah. musicians and music critics, though, and you can have people that never play music that comment on music, and yeah. and, and here's the the takeaway that I took from that conversation. The reality is is that people who've never done something before can comment on it, and they can comment on it and have valid opinions and all that kind of stuff. They're only missing one thing, and experience. The thing is, is they don't have the experience or represent the, um, the, 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 the position of the person who's doing it, which means, which means that from a fan's perspective, it doesn't matter. Right. So the answer to your question is from the fan's perspective, it doesn't matter. The only, the only people that are going to be upset is that the, the doers are going to feel misrepresented. The players in this case, they're going to feel misrepresented because no one's giving their perspective on how things work from their perspective. But uh-huh. that's how do I say I I I sympathize with them for that because I, I know how that feels when people it's a very you know, sensitive subject. But at the same time, but at the same time, though, the people paying the money don't really care. They don't yeah, care. Yeah, it, it is a sensitive but, subject yeah, to the that. players and the musicians because they're like, you don't know how I feel about this. Like, I don't care if you study. Like, I remember, I, I forgot which which jazz musician it was. It, it might have been Jimmy Heath, but someone transcribed a Jimmy Heath solo, and they determined that Jimmy Heath was going through something because it was so abnormal. It was so different than a lot of his other writing. And Jimmy Heath was like, I wasn't going through shit. I just wanted to write something different. Like, that motherfucker <laughs> don't know me. You know what I mean? I'm going through shit. I'm going through shit every day of my fucking life. All those songs that I wrote, I was going through shit. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, right. it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah, because, like, the person's when you, experience. When, when you take when you take that, when you take that approach to it, like it, it becomes like a very taboo or like a very touchy subject because I don't I don't think it matters if you played or not. Like if you watch if you watch enough footage and you study the game, that's saying you can't you can't call the game. They're coaches. Right. Of course you can. Who have right. never you played just the be game. missing. You'll be missing the representation no, coaches, of the player. Coaches who have Super Bowl rings who've never played the game. Yeah, that's you'll true. just be missing the, the 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 person may feel misrepresented because nobody's that's... speaking from their perspective, but. But, but I think it's fair because every like, panel has I mean, yeah, somebody no, up there that. that played, though. 
every uh, what, panel we listen to has somebody up there that played before. So I think it's fair to get, to because the you have the guy yeah. sitting there to be able to say, well, consider ain't nobody, this. Ain't nobody going to watch if they didn't. Ain't nobody well, yeah, watch so, Stephen A. Smith has what? So then I think that makes it fair. Because Shannon you Sharp got now, players right? up there. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. When you do basketball, they got Tim Lillard. That doesn't make people. him fair. That just makes it fair. That doesn't mean well, Stephen that's A. Can all talk really about it. That just means Shark can well, talk why about can't Stephen A. talk no. about it if he's been around Stephen it? Stephen A. can talk about it, though. He's, he's studied it for years. He's been around it. He's been, and he's been around it. Why can I'm we not. talk about it? Yeah. We ain't. We talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't seen shit. <laughs> you probably think that? Jason, put your mask back on. To the point, I think that Steve uh, Chase Young's father has a has an adequate. He has a he has a very valid argument, but I think that argument, especially when you put it in other genres, I think that's just a things, dad response. That's yeah, what I yeah, think. It's like it's not. It doesn't it's make definitely sense. a dad response. Like I remember <laughs> having arguments with um my uh one of my exes from. Uh, Italy about music because she's like a jazz purist and she we, we would come to Europe and do shows and she'd be like you guys aren't playing real music I'm like nigga we selling our shows <laughs> like I give a yeah, shit what yeah, you that's, 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 that's that that's that that's that arrogant jazz hip-hop. shit that's yeah, that arrogant like, jazz musician shit but, but you remember she came to the show in Barcelona yeah. and she was like Oh, I didn't know. Like, yeah, nigga. Yeah, because... <laughs> right. Because you didn't you you just assume that because when we, when we say we're a hip hop group, you just assumed that we were doing trap music or we weren't doing anything that was worth listening to. Fuck you. Yeah. Or like yeah. even even yeah. even close to like I, I have conversations with people about Fred um, and Fred playing harmonica. And he's not playing blues harmonica, right? And they're like, oh, he's not a pure harmonica player. I'm like, nigga, he told Stevie Wonder. Fuck out of here. Like, he's on stage with Prince. Is, he told Prince. This is, like, like, this is the same you argument. Do? You play the blues album, you bitch ass nigga. <laughs> like, come on, man. He didn't play that blues harmonica. I played the blues alley. The <laughs> <laughs> only problem with this argument is that the musicians are the worst down. ones in this case. The the, the, the people with the experience are actually the worst. <laughs> Which, yes. my, point was, my point was she didn't have the experience she was just she she came up trying to be uh, she's trying to speak for jazz musicians yeah she was like a, she was trying to promote jazz festivals and stuff like that so when we came along it was like uh, you guys aren't really doing I, I don't respect what you guys are doing because it's not it's not it's not the pure art form and then she saw it and she was like wait a minute I gotta take that statement back because you guys are doing something. I thought y'all just had two turntables you guys, on the mic. You guys are, no, no, more importantly. <laughs> no, seriously. No, no, seriously. no. It's like you guys aren't lacking musicianship just because you aren't doing jazz. So yes. at the end of the day, well, like, at, least, at least she was open-minded to, to check she it out wasn't. and have it. Because, she wasn't. Because, no, most, most jazz musicians hey, are Most jazz musicians would sit right there with their arms folded and still uh, it happened say, to Robert, it, it happened to Robert Glasper. Most church musicians a, do that. Most there there was was Brand, went in on there Robert Glasper. There was a famous sax player. It wasn't Brand, but it was another famous sax player who went to see Robert Glasper, and he was sitting at the bar. And during the break, Robert went back to him because he was a huge fan. And the jazz musician, I forgot who it was. He, he was like, "Man, I don't know what the hell y'all playing, man, but y'all are just y'all are not on. Y'all y'all are just off. Y'all need to get it together." And Robert's like, "Nah, man, you, you just you just gotta chill. You gotta you gotta you gotta open your mind. You gotta look listen to what we're trying to do." He's like, nah, man, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't got it. Y'all ain't got it. Y'all ain't got it. And then, and then, and then the following year, he won the Grammy. <laughs> the following year, Robert Glasser won the Grammy for Black Radio. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's that arrogance, man. The jazz musician, I can't fucking stand. Yeah, well, the, the, the Bradford, same, Bradford did go with, in with on the him, musician, though, man. though. That's the same thing with the musician, you know. It's, I mean, with the uh, sports, it's like, yo, you ain't never been hit in your life for you to say, I, I don't deserve a, a, a rest this week. And my body is fucked <laughs> up right now. Like, you don't know me. You ain't never been hit. Yeah, that's different. That's definitely different. If if you're Mike yeah. Shannon telling RG three, you can you can play, even though your leg is over there and your body's over there. No, nah, you can still play. Just put some ice <laughs> on it. That's that's fucking different. Put some ice on it. Tussing on it. You need to put some tussing on it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think his father has a point, but I think you also can argue the other side of it too. Like, like it's it's, it's two sides to that coin, and you know nobody wins and nobody loses. I think. I think John hit it on the head. Like that's a dad speaking in yeah. defense of his yeah. son, you know, yep. and his son being injured, you know, being, being having a critical injury very young in his career. And it almost balancing out whether, you know, whether he gets paid or not is, um, you know, is, is, is how you defend your son. Like, Hey man, you can't talk about my son. Like my son got here because of his talent. Like mm-hmm. you can't talk, but they can talk because they got a microphone. They got a platform. So it was like, yeah, whatever. So, uh, let's move on. Uh, with the trades, is this the um, the move a rebuild for the Commanders, or can they still make the playoffs? <laughs> All these questions are going to Jay. Jay, a big fan. Jay could answer that. Even before it's, it's the trade, they gonna make the playoffs. Oh, he's biased. It's a he's rebuild. Ex- he's biased. It's a it's a rebuild. Why should make the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, I mean. It, Watch it, them it make the playoffs. Now the Bengals gonna make the playoffs too. So <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. I mean, I guess it could be far fetched. Like you know, if you're going on Vegas odds and all that bullshit. But I would say that they're not. They're, the playoff aspirations have have gone out of the window because they just want to see what kind of team they're gonna have next season. Who's gonna be here? Who they can get? Playoffs. That kind of thing. Yeah, I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's hoping like we get a we get an extra game this year. No, <laughs> you go. Home. You, you already gave him a game. Yeah. <laughs> you see that man? Yeah, man. <laughs> he needs a game. Playoffs. You gave him a game. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> man. Yeah, agreed. Uh, uh, this there's a rebuild, man. I mean, yeah, rebuild in the middle of the season. Like just just count yeah. this one as a loss and then move on to the next season. Yeah. That's fair. Bye, Ron. Bye, Ron. Uh, Byron Leftwich. Yo, what what happened to Byron? Where is he? He doesn't have a job. He got he got released from uh, Tampa Bay. He's sitting at home. So he back at uh, he's in DC somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> back at HD Wilson. Yeah, that's messed up, man. He's a he's a he'll get hired. He'll get hired. He by get somebody. hired this year. No, I know, but he will. Jeez. He'll get hired on a coaching front, though. I don't think he's going to get hired as a player. <laughs> That's what y'all mean. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> he's going to get hired as like a QB coach. He ain't going to get hired as a player. Well, who was talking about him? He ain't played football no. in like 15 years. <laughs> I know, I know. You got to they, 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 they might let him limp. They might let him limp, limp, limp up to the line of scrimmage like he did. In oh, man. Oh, when he, when he, when he, when he, he broke something, didn't he? He broke his yeah, foot or something? Yeah, broke his leg. Broke yeah. his leg. Live and carried him, and he still was able let to get Byron. They let Byron on the field before they let Jamarcus Russell on the field. Wow! Oh my god! What about Colin Kaepernick? Mm, no, nah, they don't want next that topic, please. Yeah, they don't want that. All right, moving on to other shit that people don't want to watch. Is anybody <laughs> watching the Wizards this season? 
<laughs> the Jordan Poole experience. <laughs> oh my God. Let me tell yeah. you something. I had I had that Washington made uh sweatshirt in my uh in my cart to buy. And I saw two games. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> you emptied the cart? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't wearing nothing with the name on it. You crazy? <laughs> I got to hide my Wizards hat, man. Oh, man. Like, I, I used to be I used to be the guy like, nah, you ain't representing no city. You need to get a Washington hat. Jordan Pullard is not representing the city, though. You can go to He's Destination D.C. and get a hat, nigga. <laughs> you gotta go to I might need to get. I, mean, I might need to get a jersey with the GM's name on it. Damn, <laughs> he's the only good player on the team. No. He's the only one that's playing for the team. Yeah, hey, get you a West Unsale Junior jersey, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not doing it. I'm not watching no game. I was thinking about going to. I was. I was like, I'm gonna go see the Lakers game. I was like, I'll go watch the Lakers play because realistically, yeah. how many more years you got to? You think we really get to see LeBron play at this level? But yeah, I mean, it's coming down to the wire here. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't. I'm good. I had a conversation today with the manager of a good company and Odyssey and Good Company. We might be in Europe when they play the Olympics, so I might just go to France and watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't about to. Uh-uh, I ain't about to be doing this nonsense. It's crazy. It's yeah. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, I see an edit. It, it looks terrible. So you made an edit to the notes. This is the Jordan Pool experience portion of the show. I already put yes. that in there. I already put that in there, Trey. Oh, it's down man. on the bottom. Oh, it's he at made, the bottom. Oh, okay. Made, I'm sorry. He made all of this whole segment, the Jordan Poole experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he did. You should have put that at the top, Trey. Yeah, oh my <laughs> god, Jordan we could have started the show with that shit, man. Like, come on, that should be the title. Call that the the, the, the subheading for the show: Sports and Things. The Jordan Poole experience. Oh man. <laughs> didn't did episode title. <laughs> but let me ask another question about that, and then we we'll go back to football. Uh, Jordan Poole is getting a hundred and. $28 million? God dang. For Over what? four years, uh, I think it's like $27 million a year. How much of that money do you think he's actually going to see? This year? No, just uh, the 20. He's going to see the 27. He's getting that 27. I think it depends on where he goes. Um, I don't know, man. Because he's not going to be here very long. He may, he may finish the season. Damn. He might. He might finish the season here. Um, <laughs> man, I, I don't I can't That's answer a, that question, man. Yeah, we was talking about it. Who, who, who Where wants is he to take go? on his bag is the question. Right. This is another fucking contract we're dealing An expensive with. Expensive bad teammate. Why do we keep taking these contracts? Because we gotta get somebody to put asses in seats. We don't they don't come anyway. They only the come with somebody. Imagine, the other, but, imagine, team. but imagine how imagine how empty it would be, really, with nobody but Denny as your best star. Could There's you, nobody there. Could you imagine the, the Wizards? <laughs> There's the nobody Wizards, there now. The Wizards are like the '86 Clippers. Like, <laughs> you, yeah. nobody's going to those fucking games unless Robin the team. Harris, they're gonna ask. Look, they're gonna ask. They're gonna ask Robin Harris. Is the, the yeah. Hey, you bring your shoes? You bring your shoes? Yo, can you play next week? I got can something you, to do next week. Man, I, 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 I fucked around, got a triple double. I fucked around, went to a Clippers game, got a triple double. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> man, I got a triple double. 
Hey, yeah. fucking come back next week. I'm about to write the Wizards need to sub in Ryan, Robin Williams. Nigga, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got shit to do next week. No, not Robin Williams. Robin Harris. Robin, ha- well, yeah, Robin both, Harris. Get both of them. <laughs> Robin Williams and Robin Harris. <laughs> get both of them. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 the Baby's kids and Miss Dalfi on the team. Let's go. That's <laughs> <laughs> a crazy part, too. Miss Dalfi. She's better than Grandma Ma. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, get Larry Johnson in there against. Oh my God, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on. Uh, how are the 49ers that much better with the addition of Chase Young? That's just the open yes. four. I mean, Nick Bosa and Chase Young and that and, defensive line and and good defensive coaches too. Yeah. I will oh, say man. this: they're the gonna defense, coach him up, man. The he defense is going to got put, the defense oh. got exposed the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they, 49ers got a good defense. And Kyle too. Shanahan said the problem is that there isn't a connection between the edge rushers and the coverage. Yeah. Mm. So you add Chase Young to this mix mm. with mm. two mm. like mm. two mm. all pro. Didn't they edge get a rushers? defensive tackle too? Didn't they upgrade did they? that they position a, as well? They got a whole their, their defensive front line. Is I thought crazy. they Look, traded we for play a tackle on, as well. We got to play them on New Year's Day, Bruh. Yo, I got tickets to that game. Oh shit, Bruh, I hope that we're resting Sam Howell because Chase is going to kill Dennis, him. Dennis, he going to sack you. I'm getting the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to sack you. <laughs> he come up in the stands oh, and sack him fast. I, I got a Brock Purdy jersey. He ain't sacking me. <laughs> No, he's coming out and be like, only one of us can have this hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, well, speaking of Brock Purdy, what did what your take on Brock Purdy in, after the last three losses? Oh, boy. Mm. Well, he's being exposed to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's being exposed to right now. He ain't too uh, purdy. It's more like Brock Ugly. <laughs> Brock Purdy. Ain't too Brock. Please write that down. Please write that down. Brock That's Ugly. Good. Brock Ugly. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's learning a lot right now. I think a lot of the defenses have figured out uh, a lot of what he's done last week, especially the the, the teams in the division in the NFC West. Yeah. Um and he's uh yeah, he's this is his official welcome to the NFL right here. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens now. Um is Christian McCaffrey still out? I'm not sure. Uh oh, or maybe, maybe no, he's he back. was he was back. Uh, okay, he's back against us. Okay. He's he's pretty banged up though, so he's not really playing uh a hundred percent. So it'll be interesting to see what Kyle Shanahan does with the with a battered running game because the running game is what kept them in the games. So um, if you ain't got Christian McCaffrey, it's all on you, Purdy. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Without that running game, like you you expose and no Debo Samuel. Need yeah, you expose that guy really quickly. Like it's like it's like it looks like watching Tua without Tyreek Hill for me. I'm just like, uh, yeah, Tua Tua. Tua is is lucky because you're gonna get nine catches and like 150 plus yards from Tyreek Hill every Saturday. I mean, every Sunday you get him the ball. If you get the if you can get the ball out of your hands, you he's gonna go get the ball. And Purdy don't have that because he ain't got Debo Samuel Samuel now. So it's like I, I agree with you partially. Uh, and the part that I agree with you is, uh, is Tyreek Hill is so quick and fast and is such a really good route runner. That it makes Tua's job easy. 
Super easy. It's it's also not Taylor Heineke throwing to Tyreek Hill. No, it's 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 Tua Tua has a fucking arm. Well, he here's the thing. Chuck that so, fucking ball. I, I watched. I watched. Some, I told you. I watched some footage. Um, I just sat and watched some footage of Tua throwing the ball. Tua does have an arm, but Tua don't have no accuracy really. Like his accuracy, his accuracy needs to be worked on. But yeah, that's but why that's you saying, have Tyreek there. Yeah, if he gets the ball out, I'm saying if he if he scrambles and gets the ball out, then he's gonna like get. If, he's gonna find Tyreek. If Tua Tyreek's was find him. our quarterback, if Tua was our quarterback. We would have the same record as the as the Dolphins, because Jahan and Terry, yeah, they're those are the players that can make those catches. Jay won't no. agree with you. <laughs> listen, because Jay, the, because listen, the, line, Jay. the line is still different, dog. But true, true. is more. That's what I'm saying. Two yeah, of is experienced in the RPO. Yeah, it's kind of like the Bengals line. Oh yeah, two two. Oh damn. Tua can run. Bengals lining kind of sucks too. <laughs> Jason said, "What? what we in between. We in between Dolphins. Man, and, and y'all and get Joe Burrow killed like every other game and <laughs> still make the Super Bowl. <laughs> you see, Jay, he said, "What nigga? <laughs> we talking about my team? It's my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> my quarterback. <laughs> He's like, don't be talking about my team. Look at his hand. Like, no, we talking about my team." <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. How, well, let's let's talk about quarterbacks since we're still on quarterbacks. Is this the selling stud diarrhea? What is going on there? That's a that's the Bengals getting sacked. Yo, <laughs> ball sacked. What? Oh no. <laughs> Dwight, Yo, I don't know what's worse, chat. this this podcast Dwight's or it is what chat. it is podcast. Oh, they're way worse. No, they're they they terrible, dude. <laughs> they, oh, they're, they, they just are. wear suits. They're terrible. They just wear suits when they Yo, talk shit. When they went in on Charles Barkley. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. We got, we got some more topics. He said he had bubbles on his chair. Yo, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> is this the end for Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Oh man, uh, Tony Achilles into the season. <laughs> He's thirty six years old, and it's a contract year. It might uh, be. He's gonna, he gonna be somebody's backup. He's gonna, he gonna be the backup at, uh, with the Jets when Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Kirk nah, he, he's, gonna, nah, he's gonna he's be a good starter. enough that he's gonna he be a might starter. Be a starter somewhere. He, he could he, go to the Raiders. He could be a starter uh, on the Bears. If you watched it, did anybody watch that game last night? Yeah, when Jimmy G. Yeah. Yes. Gave up those two touchdowns. It was a sixty-yarder and like a, a forty-five-yarder, ninety-eight-yarder. Devontae yeah. Adams is not a yes. happy man. Devontae nah, going, Devontae going to the Jets next year. Watch. <laughs> he, yeah, he going, he going anywhere but the Raiders. He going to find his way back. He's not staying in Vegas. If you put yeah. Kirk Cousins on that on that team, man, I think you have a different uh, uh, circumstance there. You yeah. The the thing that about Kirk Cousins that's the issue is his age at this point. Like he, well, sure. But but what the argument is too. So it's two parts to that because we talk about his age. But isn't Aaron Rodgers the same age or older with the same? Yes, oh, Aaron but, Rodgers. Yes, is older. but Aaron Rodgers is is way way better than uh, Kirk Cousins. You, oh yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying he's not. Especially I'm not saying in not. the postseason. I'm just saying you like know. in terms of like <laughs> the injury. It's the same injury and it's oh yeah 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 sure. Yeah, so, sure. It's still sure. still a different person. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm no. saying like it's still a different person. If you, like, if you, you know, the ayahuasca shit. And, yeah, no, because <laughs> what, what I the, the report that came facts. out of the, the report that came out of New York was that <laughs> he's 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 healing a lot faster than he, like they expected him. To, he's supposed to be back in December at this point. That's like, because Rogers, that keep in money. mind, keep in mind, they're saying he's healing. He got that Urban Magic the, Johnson uh, money, oh, healing power. All this can oh, be some bullshit, and he can be fragile as. Fuck. Well, no, snap. they 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 interviewed him and he said he's not running yet. He's jogging, he's not running, but he was out on the field throwing passes. Like That's he's upper not body. Who? Aaron That's Rodgers. Upper body. That's upper body. He ain't he ain't like under center, like throwing yeah, like doing drop back. He's not full. What I'm saying is he playing catch with his kids in the backyard. He's on par. He's on schedule to be back in the in the regular season. In the postseason. What December twenty fourth. No, they, 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 oh, wow. He'll be back before okay. the season's over. What? Oh, yeah. They're not going to do that. They Why are they putting a the timetable on it? With something like that, you're supposed to evaluate it as it, you know. Because you got Zach Wilson as quarterback. <laughs> yeah. You need, you need, you need to winning. motivate your team. But you need you to can't. motivate your team to get out there and play. And Zach you, Wilson ain't the guy. <laughs> like, he's you not can't the guy. Tell me, you can't tell me if these motherfuckers are four and, and, and ten and it's any, it's no point to you coming out here. You gonna come out here? You gonna come out here Christmas? No, aren't not, they four and ten out. right now? <laughs> Damn, they got extra losses. They got yeah, extra they got losses. losses. They got losses in the future. Damn, they gave them law. Hey, you know what? Y'all don't even have to play this one. No, hey, don't, no. Even worry, don't even worry about this. What, what I'm saying don't is, you don't play if you have a losing season. You don't play Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers coming back and practicing. That's a whole. That's a whole different motivation for your team to get you know to 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 even play better. Kirk Cousins is not Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Robert Sala, y'all going to lose this week and next week, so uh, we're just going to give you the L's now. Here, they keep talking about how motivating he is. Yeah, for the players but here's the thing: in his rehab, Kirk oh, Cousins talk about your rehabbing. The, the team does. <laughs> the team that's does. What I'm, saying. I'm not buying it. I'm just, you can sell it. I'm not buying you're not, it. Man. You're not buying it because you ain't watch Hard Knocks. Because when Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets, it was like Jesus went there. And it's like, oh, we're, Jay, we're, have you ever played a single game of football in your life? Uh oh. <laughs> not with Aaron Rodgers. Here we go. Not with Aaron Rodgers. Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, the, the conversation is about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is around the same age, same injury, pretty much, but he hasn't had a Super Bowl win. He hasn't won MVP. He's been a solid starting quarterback in the NFL since he got into the NFL. Has he been in the Pro Bowl? Probably. Yeah, he has. I'm sure he's been in the Pro Bowl. I feel like he was the alternate, though. That's not. Yeah. So when he comes back next season, he'll be 37. His contract will have been expired. What do you pay that guy who's been your franchise quarterback? Pro Bowler. Yeah, what do you, he? What do you pay him? He's been your franchise quarterback. He's been a franchise quarterback for the Vikings for the last five, six years. Oh my God! What do you, you pay him? Uh, you you let him go because we're going in a different direction. Allah. Yeah, no, Brett they're not Favre. resigning him. They're not going to resign. Brett Favre. Him. That's what you do. <clears throat> you end up with the same Brett Favre scenario. Like no, he, ain't far, he ain't far by no means. But, but who's the backup yeah, quarterback in in Minnesota? It's a no, no, no. we're gonna get somebody. We're gonna get somebody. No, they got Josh Dobbs. My bad. They, they, got, Josh Dobbs. they got Josh Dobbs. They got Josh Dobbs. But I'm saying we're gonna get somebody. Okay. He's I think Cole McCoy was the backup. So where does where does that leave Kirk Cousins? 
Um, uh, he's gonna be a free going agent. To, going, to, going to church to the Raiders. Wearing a chain. I he could go the to the. He could go to the Raiders. He could definitely go to the Raiders for sure. Me, I can see that. That makes sense. Next season, that is because yeah. they're not going to keep Jimmy G after this season. I wouldn't. I would never trade it for Jimmy G. They Devon, Deon, uh, Deontay didn't want Jimmy G in the first place. He wanted Dirk Carr, and they traded Dirk Carr. Like, yeah. He wanted to play with Dirk Carr. Like he don't want to be there. Like that's, he could. He could. He could. Uh, Kirk could go to Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, but got, I uh, think. But but Tampa Bay, I think they're trying to get Caleb Williams. I think they're trying to get a draft pick. I think they're fighting for a J. Or shit, Kirk Cousins could go to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Daniel Jones done. He could yeah, even go to the Patriots. Done. He could go to the oh, he could go to the Patriots. So Mac Jones, we think we think that he will land at a team as a starting yeah. quarterback. Oh, Cleveland, he definitely will land. He, he could go to Cleveland. Uh. Because I don't know what he the go, fuck Deshaun Watson is doing. He, go, he, he could go, go to Pittsburgh. To a number of teams, man. Yeah, he'll he start. Go to He's not going to be a backup. He's going to start. Okay. Uh, let's move on to um, the AFC. Are the Bengals back at being the AFC favorites? We can not start with Jay. Not quite. That's I think so. Be. Not quite. They 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 um they still got a little more work to do, but I do feel like they more or less relish this underdog position. So it's just like, yeah, no, you can say they better than us. You can say they better than us. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, well, no, we just, we still got to play the game. <laughs> no, no, it's all right. Yeah, we still got to play the game. Sure. You know, but, I, I yeah, heard... not, it, it's not because like. You still got Kansas City. I know Mahomes was made to look like. Uh, uh, they're going to make Purdy. the playoffs. What? Yeah, what? for sure. They're going to they're, they're going to make the playoffs because yeah. Cleveland and Pittsburgh. They're not. I think Baltimore is going to win a division, but <clears throat> Cincinnati is going to be a wild card. Well, you know the argument that I I heard that makes really good sense is that they started out bad. They lost their first three games, or they lost three games in the beginning of the season. But it's a 17-game season. So you lose three games in the beginning of the season. It doesn't really mean anything if you win the next 10. <laughs> it used to. Yeah, it used it, to. It, it used to be yeah. that if you lose your first three games, the the, 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 uh, the, probability the odds of, you, yeah. of making the playoffs was very, very low. But, but it's you, fucking different now. It's different now because it's 17 games and you do have Joe Barrow at quarterback. Yeah, like, true. And I can't, like, as much as we tease Jay about, you know, the cats and everything like Joe Barrow is a bona fide superstar in the NFL. Yes, and I think Jamal I, Chase I is like, back too. So it's like I don't trust the Bills right now. I don't trust the Bills. I feel like Cincinnati might over. I think they might overrun them. I think they might give the Bills a run for their money. This I season. mean, we're gonna see. We they got the they got the uh, the Hamlin Bowl again. This this uh, Sunday coming. Oh shit! Is is it Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday night game. the Hamlin nice. Bowl. And like this last time he was here, we know what happened. Damn, that game got scrapped. I'm just, so. I'm just curious. Like, who, who are your favorites to, to to win the chip for the NFL? Oh man, I I wanted to say the Bills at first because of just how how they looked, but then last week they just they didn't look very good last week. 
But Josh, no. I don't look good, man. Overall, Josh, looks, but Josh, the problem. but Josh is Josh is good. Josh is looking real streaky. Yeah, when Josh is good, he's good. But when he's bad, he's really bad. But isn't that it's all not the like no, it's not like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is bad. He, he still three, wins. He threw three picks yesterday, but he, I guess he had a and he two. still won. He threw two picks and fumbled. Oh no, no, no! They lost. 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 But, they but still. Did. But still, yeah. it, it, Patrick. When Patrick Holmes looks bad, it's like no, okay, that was his flu game. Too. He had a bad game. Which when when you see Josh Allen play bad, to me, it's like oh man, you're not going to have a very good season. You'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll play well against bad teams. Precursor to the season. You'll play bad against bad teams. You'll you'll play well against bad teams, but you're not going to be like all that good against good teams. So is the is yeah. the is the argument that Josh Allen doesn't show up against good teams? I think he, um, mm. like Jay Hill said, he's streaky. He wasn't he terribly great against the Giants, and they're yeah. not a good team. I don't, you yeah. know, it's interesting because, like, I think you got the top four quarterbacks in Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and you can fight Sam me on it if you want to, Lamar Jackson. Oh, absolutely. So if you have any of those quarterbacks on your team, and you have a decent offensive line, you're they're gonna get wins because they can command the field. Now, if though if you take those four players and and you give them injuries or you give them bad games, like who would you take to win you a Super Bowl chip? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the obvious one, right? Take him out. You got Lamar, you got Joe, and you got Josh. All three have not won a chip. Who would you take? I would take Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's been to the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. Joe Burrow's the only one that's been to the Super Bowl. He has, but QR1 has a very strong argument, man. QR1 has an extremely strong argument, dude. Like, like he he is he's Mahomes without the passing technique. Come on, man. That's crazy. He's Mahomes without like Mahomes. Yo, shut up. What about my auto? Lamar Lamar Mahomes. Patrick Jackson. I like Mahomes. I like Josh, right? I think Josh is he's a commander of the offense that he runs. Oh Lord, that I wish he was a commander. Winning. I know. Specifically, a commander of the offense that he runs in Buffalo. Let's put it like that. Okay. But Joe just seems like he just. Joe will stand in there and throw the shit out of that. Yes. Yeah, like Joe seems like the quarterback. He's like, I'm the quarterback. Like, and that, and again, I know it's going to (laughs) happen. Well, I don't know, but I believe it's going to happen eventually. He probably would have been in MVP conversations if he didn't. Have a fucking calf injury for the Joe first Burrow? eight games. Yeah. Yes. He put up yards. Absolutely. All like, oh, kind of needs an offensive line. Even without Jamar? No, he don't. That's the thing. No, no he, he don't need an guy. offensive line. No, you he does not. Yeah. Obviously, he does Bowl. because he can't stay healthy. They oh, went to no. the Super Bowl, nigga, with no offensive line. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> saying. Like, you just like, said he would be an MVP candidate if he had an offensive line. That's pretty much what you said. No, I said he would be an MVP candidate regardless. 
Yeah, if was he wasn't hurt, and I'm just substituting that for if he had an offensive line. But he but was hurt. He when wasn't he went hurt. He was, he got hurt. He hurt a lot though. We're talking about practice, nigga. He, he was hurt in the Super Bowl, not the game, not the actual not the game. game. <laughs> and it was, was a non-contact injury. They didn't even got nothing to do with the offensive line. He got they like they looking at each other like, did y'all miss an assignment? He got hurt. I didn't hurt. <laughs> no, nah, he was just running. He pulled up lame. Like, was my fault, coach. Sure, it wasn't us, right? <laughs> no, yeah, yes, man. You know, I, I think it's interesting that Lamar Jackson is, is instantly taken out of the conversation of the top three quarterbacks. Um, I put some spec on his hey, name, man. Man, yeah. hey, listen, any any quarterback that so here's my thing about him: any quarterback that you have to run a read option for, the that Not a real quarterback. That is, I mean, it's a handicap. I'm sorry, it's a handicap. You don't see it as an advantage. You see that? It it, it can be an advantage, but it's still a handicap. When his QBR has been over ninety, advantage handicap? How's that possible? Yes, advantage handicap. (laughs) it's a a handy vantage. Oh, handy Hey yo, yeah, I want. I need to order handy bandage. That's what? not fair, though. Like, you want me to do what? What, what would it take? What would it trade? What would it take for you to believe that this dude can win and is a valid quarterback? Him to stand in the pocket and take hits? Yes. The I fuck? It's two exactly thousand two three. Now it's look, look, exactly look, 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 look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. is a hold last on. resort. Runner. It took a Super Bowl victory and several years later for Russell Wilson to finally get exposed. But read option quarterbacks are limited to that system. That's all they can do. But if that system like works for that quarterback, why does it matter? You don't have the athleticism that 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 Lamar has by no means, though. So he's a better read option quarterback because he got too many no, miles he's on him. More athletic. He's more athletic. He ain't got do. It ain't got nothing to really do with better like read option. He's way more athletic. The, the man. question, like, the, the, dude the, is the, the, the question is fast, Why is though. it an issue if the dude is athletic like, and you using athletic? No, as no, no, a, no. A Michael Vick because was athletic, but he didn't have to run a read option. Huh? It didn't exist. It didn't exist. It didn't need to. Michael Vick could play. It was 2000. It didn't didn't exist. Cunningham, Cunningham, (laughs) but Cunningham, Cunningham just just ran the uh, option. He didn't run the read. He just ran with that. He He just just like like he just no. He didn't run the option. He just ran. He just ran. There was no read option. I'm running. He didn't read. He didn't option. He just ran. I'm the other option. I I know option. Dylan, 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 nigga. He ran the run. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, and that's what Vic did. Honestly, you they had your gripe is that they call plays specifically I, for them to I run. I feel like Michael Vick gripe. is still a better player than Lamar Jackson. And a lot of people don't think. I, uh, I feel like Michael I Vick agree is with better. That. I, 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 I think he was better. My disagreement isn't about Michael Vick. That's not you saying that he's not assumption. a valid quarterback when he is because he's playing to the system that they created for him to be a good quarterback. They're using his strengths. They're using his strengths. So, so how do you compare Lamar Jackson to RG3? I don't. How you don't? Yeah. For I what? mean, it's essentially the same. If RG3 didn't get hurt, he would be Lamar Jackson. Yes. Yeah. 
But so it's what? The same thing. Yes. So what? Yes. What's, when, so when, what's your when, point? Wait, though? no. When RG three <laughs> was here and he was winning games with that same thing, nobody was talking about him being a, a not him being a running back. Then it's like that motherfucker can run out the pocket and throw the ball. No, no. Every other fan of every team in the NFC East that wasn't Washington was saying exactly that. But who gives a shit if he's winning you games? I'm okay, okay. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm not saying I'm not, look, look, I'm not saying it's look, not working. But it I'm just saying. That's why it doesn't look traditional, Dennis. I don't, who gives a shit about tradition? They change all the rules right. every year. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can't even touch quarterbacks no more. Exactly. Like yeah, who cares? That's true. Exactly. Trey's stuck in '85, yo. He was the '85 Bears out here. Yo. <laughs> I, I just don't think he likes Lamar. <laughs> He don't like his cornrows. What's 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 your beef? Yeah. Can he dog skin? What the fuck is going McMahon. on? He just, he just want to McMahon back there and the Super Bowl shuffle. Let's move on to another dog skin nigga. Hold on. Let's let's talk about oh, James wow. <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about somebody I don't like? Yeah, I, I, that was my segue. I already we already it was set up perfectly for you to. Lamar Jackson is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Will James Harden have a better season in L.A. now? The better than happens, what? The trade. Wait. He hold ain't up. playing. Yo, hold up, man. Chill out. <laughs> Chill so out. Yes. Let that Batman get on the plane. The trade Come happened on. at 2 o'clock in the morning last night. He got trade. He got the trade that he wanted. He got to go to the Clippers. Um, so you got Westbrook. You have um, PG3. You have Kawhi Leonard. And now you have James Harden. As it would be wonderful if you had all the Batman's 10 years ago. I mean, you, no, I, I get you on that one. Wait, 10, 10 years Wall? ago, that's a problem. Clippers, Clippers still got John Wall? Do they? I thought, he I thought he cut him. He to... LA? Oh, yeah. Where is John yeah. Wall? Oh, did they cut him? I thought he was still there. I, I don't know. Just, I just Good thought question. he was injured. Just Where is there, John Wall? Wait, wait, but the question is, and you can start, Trey, will he have a better season in L.A. as the point guard? Better than, but no, seriously, better than what? Because he ain't played. Better than last year. I mean, in Philly. I mean, he averaged a double-double better, in Philly, bro. Better than before he was uh, disgruntled or whatever? Well, Like last year? The issue with Harden is that he comes in happy, and then he always gets disgruntled. So. Use his happy numbers. His happy numbers are double double. His happy numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Will his happy numbers be better in LA than his happy numbers? That's in what we're Phil. talking about. Because you know, at some point he's going to get disgruntled. He's going to look at Kawhi and be You're like, "You're just talking about robot. just yeah, his happy he numbers." Tra- he was traded back to the Clippers. <laughs> just his happy numbers. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, just, sorry. just, just was, the happy he numbers. Back to the Rockets. Just the happy numbers. Yeah, let me write that down. I don't he, think so. I because I don't think he's going to be like uh, uh, enough of an option. Like he had a distinct. As as terrible as he is as a teammate, you know, in Philly, he was actually a good fit with him and Embiid on that pick and roll. They were a good fit. It's supposed to be a good to fit. play pick and roll. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, just take the personality out of it. They were, I mean, play. They they were a good fit to play pick and roll. In in the Clippers, what are they going to do with that squad? Uh, like man. that doesn't That's even what make I'm sense. To see. I'm interested to see yeah. that. I don't know, nah, man. Because Westbrook has been there for a couple games, and he's you know he's he's rejuvenating. Like I, I saw some highlights of him uh, like the second game. He jumping out the gym again, and it's like it's crazy watching him play. Like he looks like he was before he went to the Lakers. But did but, you see the clip? But you got you Kawhi the there, Kawhi, Kawhi and Harden and Kawhi. Hold on, hold on. Kawhi. Did you see the clip of Kawhi like pissed when Westbrook yes. took that fight? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I did see well, I don't think he should be shooting the, the ball. Thing. He shouldn't be shooting the ball. Yo, how you gonna tell the shooter not to shoot? And you're just, hey, hold <laughs> on. And you, and how you gonna tell a non-shooter shooter not to shoot? Thank you, Trey. 
How you feel <laughs> a, a, a non-good shooting at the shoot? Give me the ball. Hey, ho, ho, ho. I'm now, what we, no, no, what I'm we're describing man. right now, now you take that and you hurl James Harden into it. <laughs> but J- James what Harden, are we about to see? No, I'm just saying pop some popcorn, bro. I got you. But James Harden at one point was averaging 11 assists a game. So he's what, a good When he was with the Rockets? No, when he, no, because he had a beat. Yeah, in, in Philly. This is the pick and roll. Yeah, but you got to like, how many games? How is he going to run games. a pick and roll with, with, with Westbrook <laughs> there, too? I, 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 listen, it's my f- argument Westbrook's like, I, I, you left OKC. <laughs> my argument isn't about it's whether basketball. Not, it's basketball. I'm just curious about whether you think he's going to be better there or not. I, I don't have an argument. I'm a dog fight. The Clippers that I like was uh, the 08. No, no. What was it? When was CB3 there? That was, that was 12. No, 12. that was 12. 12-11? Yeah, those were my DeAndre. clippers right there. Yeah, DeAndre. DeAndre. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Blake. Blake. And fucking, um, what's the other light-skinned boy? Um, The one who tries to, uh, like, spook, shoot, uh, spook Kobe, and he ain't shake Kobe. Oh, yeah, Doug. I mean, not Doug, Chris. Uh, he got uh, the podcast. Uh, yeah. Anyway. White Chocolate? Matt. No, no, no White Chocolate. Matt. Matt. Matt Barnes? Matt Barnes, yeah. yeah. Oh, Matt Barnes. Yeah. That was, those are the clippers I like. I thought they were gonna actually win a chip with Doc Rivers, and they should have. They should have yeah, won a chip. Doc Rivers, sure. he said the key there. Yeah, <laughs> that three-one lead is a problem, son. Man, All right, so we don't think that James Harden's gonna do better. I don't know. I think he, if he finds a role, he might, he might play. He might. Nah, not right. the Clippers, man. The Clippers are stupid. But he wanted to go there. They're stupid. I mean, I get it. They're stupid. To He's let him stupid in. too. Yeah, they're stupid to let him in. Shit. Late night Man, trades. that thing is gonna blow. Like, like, dude, we can just use history. He was supposed to go to the Nets, and that was supposed to be great. How'd that work out? I mean, he, has he was supposed to go to Houston. Jeez. That was supposed to, I mean, Look, like people are gonna stop fucking with him. I mean, how old is Jay Harden? Like 35? 34? Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it becomes when his antics aren't worth the price of admission. He's not putting out on the He's court 34. That match. 34. You know. And they're not giving him those foul calls, so he can't just play this game from the free throw line like he likes to play. It. They change the rules. That's again. when he Can't lost it. No people, people are trying to say he's getting older. No, 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 no. He's losing his free throws. <laughs> yeah, shut up. All right, let's move on. Um, anybody watch the fight? Flopper. Watch the Tyson Fury versus Ignagu. I, I said his name. Right. I, I didn't watch the fight, man. But I, I, um, I was shocked. I was shocked, and then after watching the footage, man, I was just confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I was very, very confused. Um, I hate hearing that. <clears throat> excuse me, fights are fixed now, and there's just no authenticity in in boxing anymore. And uh, I don't know what to make of it, man. I, I don't. I don't know what. I, I have to look at the cards too, just to see oh, what the scores was- were. It was it was uh it was a split decision, uh from what I was told because I didn't look at I didn't watch anything yet I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time and like sit and watch it in silence to see what actually happened, um but I heard one of the scorecards was like completely unfair, like they had Tyson up by like <laughs> something crazy, and then the other cards split, and to your point, John, boxing loses credibility when you do stuff like this. You have. Yeah, uh, a formidable fighter who trained with one of the the greatest fighters of all time. Trained with Mike Tyson. And it, sho- it showed that he trained with Mike Tyson because he put the boy down in, in the seventh round, and 
he was tagging from the footage that I did see. He was tagging Tyson, and he was he was actually in the fight the whole time. And when you watch the post um, interviews, the person who looked like they took the brunt of that beat up is Tyson. It's With the Tyson. black eye, and you got a black eye. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so. It's it's hard to say that the sport isn't fixed. It's hard to say that you can sit there and watch a fight, and it's going to be judged fairly by the people who actually control. Um, I think I think boxing is is due for a change in how they score fights. Like you shouldn't leave it up to three judges to score these fights anymore. Yeah. Right? Because at the end of the day, those three judges are watching the same thing, and and depending on if they have a bias or if they have something going on, like they could they could judge it completely different. I haven't seen the scorecards. I don't know um, how many shots that each fighter landed with percentage wise, but the stuff that I did see is like you have to judge that fight fairly. And if you're yeah. not going to judge it fairly, why get in the ring? It, it can't be just about money grabs at the while. So, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm going to watch wild. it and I'll, I'll come back. But I, I, from what everybody I know that watched the fight, because the fight was on at like five o'clock on, on Saturday. It was yeah. something weird. So, because they fought in the UK. So, I think that, I don't know if it was a rematch clause in that fight, but I think he's about to fight Yusik uh, uh, next. Who is? Uh, yeah, Tyson he Fury. Him in, uh, Tyson? Yeah. yeah, and then they're trying to get uh, uh, Inagawa to fight that, uh, Set that AJ. shit up in the summer. But so. they said, I didn't see it either, but like a couple of my boys was watching. They, were, they kept pointing out how Dubai got so much money. It's no telling how much they spent to get all these famous people there that have no interest in boxing. You know, people go to see boxing matches anyway, because it's like it the makers. event. Yeah, they it's make the event, makers, yeah. But it's like, they pay for so many people probably flying on private jets and shit. Just come to, just come to our match. Like, and that's why, like, you can I tell. Mean, the money's endless, for sure. Like The you, money is endless. It's endless. It's endless. We're going so, to Dubai yeah. in a month, and it's going to be endless then, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, oh, so uh, to go to our next segment, we uh, the DC music community and the community music community around the world. We lost uh, a trailblazer on the drums this past week. Uh, Aaron Spears had um, to come to a, a aneurysm. He was forty-seven years old. Um, I know the community here and the community abroad, the community all over, is, is really hurting with this uh, passing of Aaron Spears. If you guys want to say. Uh, some words of encouragement or like to his family or take this time to tell a story about Aaron and your experience with him Um, have the floor I want to say I met him at uh, the Black Student Union at University of Maryland and um, obviously he was playing then but it wasn't like that's that's the that's the um, situation that I met him on. What is a musical introduction by any means? But after that, I would run into him and he was always, I just want to say he was always like a kind dude. Like he never, he never showed, at least in my presence, ego. And we know, especially the way we know church musicians and stuff like that. And him being that church foundation, they have a, they have a sense about them. And it ain't necessarily bad, but they just have a sense about him. He didn't he didn't portray that to me by any means. And he will be missed. For sure. Yeah. Um, I met Aaron 
uh, like in 98, 97, 98, uh, at a shed, drum shed. Um, <laughs> and um, he asked me to play, and I kindly said, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I was smarter than that. I'm just taking notes here. I'm just watching y'all. Um, I think it was he, I think it was Jay uh, and Tim Steele. Um, and he gave me his number. We traded phone numbers. He was like, yo, man, hit me up. I want to, I want to come see you play. And I just thought he was, you know, I just thought he was saying right. that. So <laughs> we traded numbers. And at that time I was doing like almost every weekend in Adams Morgan at uh, Columbia station. And like two or three weeks later, he texted me. Uh, no, he didn't text me. I didn't have a cell phone then. He called me and left me a message. And he was like, yo, uh, I'm trying to come see you play, man. I got the night off. Uh, let me know where you at. And um, I returned the phone call. And he came out to see me play. He he came out with a couple of his boys. And um, during the break, we was, you know, just rapping and he was like, yo, man, you sound real, real nice, man. I, I was like, man, I, I'm just trying to, like everybody says, I'm trying to be like you, man, when I grow up. This was right before he went out with Usher. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, he got the gig with Usher. And like Jay said, there was no ego with him. When the tour was done, he came back into town. It was just like he was a regular person. There was no ego whatsoever. It was like, yo, man, how's your family doing? Yo, how you doing in school? Like, how's this? How's the drumming? It was like no bragging, nothing. Not at all. Like he didn't, he didn't say anything. He wasn't about a name dropper. Right. He didn't say anything about celebrities that he met while he was on tour. None of that. It was just about how are you doing? Like, are you practicing? What are you practicing? I want to learn how you do that. That's the only thing that really flipped my lid was when he asked me how I can uh, play a swing swing pattern. He's like, how you get your swing pattern to sound so authentic, man? He's like, you, you, you sound like, um, you sound like Joe Chambers. I was like, yo, no one's ever said that to me. Uh, but a very, very kind human being. Last time I saw him was this past spring for the Ludwig installment at Tiny Desk. And uh, we got, we, we caught up and traded numbers again and, um, I wished him a happy birthday and we talked for a little bit Thursday and, uh, it was very, very <laughs> bad, uh, to hear about his passing. So, uh, much love to, to you, Aaron, and, uh, a lot of prayers to your family. Rest in peace, bro. Trey? Yeah. Um, I never, uh, actually had the privilege of meeting Aaron. Um, I'm a few years younger than you guys. And by the time I kind of came of age, Aaron was already uh, uh, well traveled and, yeah, and he was, still he was already <laughs> already doing big things. Um, but I was uh, I'm familiar with his work and um, obviously know a lot of people that know him. And um, it's weird. It's every drummer I hired was like friends with him. <laughs> so, I mean, like every, every uh, the, you know, it, he he uh, uh, definitely had a reputation amongst those guys as being a, a great person. So with a reputation like that, I believe it. Um, so, um, you know, I, I'm just praying for his family. I mean, people like talk a lot about the music community and all that kind of stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, while I'm a proponent of prayer and prayer for everybody, his family, 
um, you know, w- while I'm sure they appreciate his work, they don't care about all that. Like they loved him as the man, as the person that even if he never played again, they would still love him. You know, unlike people, you know, people just want what they get from you. And so his family in reality is, is who's on my mind. And, you know, I'm definitely praying for them. Um, you know, you know, how do you explain his son? You know, that, uh, you know, dad is not coming yeah. back, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. So, um, that's the stuff that matters. But from a music standpoint, um, from what I've seen of his career, I am grateful that he got to live some, you know, he, he's a person who lived, you know, and he lived his, he, he lived his, you know, his dreams. He, he did the things that, you know, that, that, uh, God gave an opportunity to do. So I'm grateful, um, for that brother's life that he, you know, it was short, but it was, it was productive and, and, and meaningful. So, um, you know, yeah. Well and said. I, I'm grateful for that. Uh, Actually, for um, yeah. I'm. I met Aaron in uh, I would say like 1998. Um, ironically, I was working at the Watergate building for a non well, a nonprofit organization, and he was delivering packages for DHL. And See, like you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I was in high school. And uh, I remember um, one of the ladies that I work with in the office, she was like, it's a guy that comes in here. Um, he's in one of the delivery guys to DHL and he's a drummer. They knew I played music. And then one day we actually crossed paths and we had a conversation while he was waiting for somebody to sign for something in the, in the office. And that was my first interaction with him. Um, and it was a really cool conversation. Like just to, this is right when Gideon Band was about to take off. They mm-hmm. had just finished that live recording. He was telling me about it. Um, I went to school the next year. I went to Norfolk State, and then my section leader, um, Billy Ray John Bennett, played trombone on that live recording. So it was like you have all wow. these like connections to the guy. Um, Dwayne Payne is like one of my like one of my like bros. He he was under uh, um, under Aaron for a good minute, you know. And then Jamal, of course, like Jamal, yeah, yeah, all these cats. Like Kenny you have Quick. all these connections to him quick. Um, Biscuit, all these cats are connected to this guy. Mm-hmm. Tim Steele, sure, you know, like Tim Steele, definitely. You can yeah. see his influence on this community of drummers, and then you can see his his influence on the community of drummers around the world. It's like it's crazy. Um, and I saw a clip earlier today that was like, you know, he's like, it's nice to be important, but it's also important to be nice to people, and to course yeah. like that. That was his like, thing. Yeah, and it's like that was his thing. He never had a disingenuous. And last time I saw him was at Glen Arden. He was playing at Glen Arden a couple. Like the summer, actually, um, and you know, it's just the energy that he kind of comes off with was always positive, and you know, I think more than anything else, like you can take take away the drums, take away, you know, him touring with all these people, touring with Usher and touring with uh, uh, Ariana Grande and all these people. Like his energy as a person is was more infectious than anything he could have did sitting behind the drums because he was a genuine person, and it's it's going to be a sad experience for his family to move on without him. But I think his presence will always be felt in his family and around the world because he was that giving of a person. So it's a loss for us, for sure, as a whole. Um, my condolences go out to his family and his closest friends. Cause like, I was thinking, I was like, I was watching all the, cause I got a call. I was getting calls on in the morning. I was like, I'm not even that tight. I wasn't tight with the dude, you know, like I knew him. You know, and we spoke when we saw each other, but like I wasn't tight with him. But the fact that P 
people were calling me <laughs> and like it hit me like, yo, you heard what happened? And like people who were close to him. And I was like, that's crazy. You know, like, yeah. And it's like he had that much influence like that. People like it, 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 it did. It did two things. It, it made people reach out that haven't reached out in a while. And it made people have conversations about taking care of yourself and being being on top of stuff because no day is promised to us. And, you know, we don't know, like, anything that happens to you, it can, it can happen at the drop of a dime. So you got to you gotta stay on top of your health stuff. And that's the conversation I was having with all my friends. Like, hey, man, look, health is wealth. I know we joke around, we say it all the time, but, like, go to the doctor, get checked out because you might miss something and it could cost you your life, you know? And not to say that that's the situation, but it's like when somebody leaves that quickly, it's it's always a scary feeling. And like, my thought was instantly like, hey, look, take care of yourself. Like, take care of yourselves, go get checked out if anything's going on, because you never know. And it's just a sad day that we have to lay to rest that, that brother who was so impactful in so many other ways besides just music. So... My condolences go out to his family. Our condolences go out to his family and his friends, his close friends. And, you know, we hope that they have time to grieve and, you know, his life will be remembered for what it really was, which was like a beacon of light for everybody else. So on that note, let's do Artist of the Week. Trey, you can go first. Um, all right. Uh, my Artist of the Week are... Um... Terrace Martin and uh, Alex Isley uh, put out a new album uh, called I-, I Left My Heart in Ladera, which is L.A. stuff. <laughs> but um, anyway, it's cool. I mean, I think that anything um, Alex gets on, kind of she has like the Midas touch right now. <laughs> she she can sing, so she kind of kind of makes everything gold. Um, and Terrace is he's he's well rehearsed like Terrace has been around and been doing a lot of stuff and he's you know I think that they did a great job and uh, you know it's worth checking out so so called I left my heart in Ladera it's the two of them um, him producing and, and her uh, singing so there you go alright uh, Jay Hill uh, my artist of the week is uh, DJ Premier um, off of uh, actually his 2022 uh, project that he did. And um, he's got Slick Rick and uh, um, Lil Wayne. Like, one of the combination that you wouldn't expect, but that you might like. Yo, you know who need to make a record together? Oh, you need to make put that up. You can look that up. It's, um, it's basically a compilation joint. Um, he's got a joint with uh, Remy and Rhapsody. I think that was the single that actually came off of the album. Was that Slick Rick? Yeah, Slick Rick. Yeah. Did Slick you say Rick that? And yeah. It does say that on the, yeah. We couldn't hear shit yeah. you were saying because the music was so... <laughs> I know, shit, I was saying. I'm just, I'm just keep talking. I'm just keep talking. I don't know. I don't know. We can edit it. It's fine. It, it yeah. turned out in the edit. But I was <laughs> it like, was just funny. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. could obviously be fixed, but... It was, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, the music came in and Jay was like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then I say yes. I'm like, what? What did he, what did he say? 
All right, John. Then I said, fuck that nigga. Oh, what? Go ahead, John. John, oh. jeez. John? Did we lose your audience? Oh, I was muted. We could be eliminated. <laughs> I'm sitting there talking and shit. John, <laughs> no I was eliminated. <laughs> I was eliminated. Yeah. I got traded to the Niners. Yeah, you had Jay Hill's music. <laughs> uh, my artist of the week is uh, the group Kings X. They're uh, a trio, rock trio uh, that came out in the 80s. They're not really playing so much right now because uh, they're pretty old. The drummer had like two heart attacks. The guitar players had some health pretty issues. Good. But... Um, they're one of those groups that did not have any radio play, but they sold out concerts, like sold out arenas. They're kind of like Rush, uh, and they have a cult following. Uh, and the way that you're hearing this is exactly how they sound live. That's the most incredible thing. Um, so they have about a dozen albums out or something, but this is my favorite album that came out in 1990 called Faith, Hope, Love. So, King's X. Okay. Nice. And my artist of the week is uh, Prince. I think Jay Hill mentioned this album, the Diamond and Pearls uh, Deluxe uh, album. <laughs> See, is that loud? Yes. I can't. Contr- I cannot control the volume. It's fine because I can turn it down in the post. But let me let me open the link up here. Yeah. Let me, so, let me the, the, up. the crazy okay, thing about this album is that it's yeah, that's better. It's seven hours and seven minutes long. So it's like God damn. What? It, it says it's seven disrespectful. It's seven CDs long, and it's like it's a mix of like uh, studio recording. It's a ten minute version of Get Off. Dude, yes. it's like a it's a it's a mix of yes. studio recordings, B sides, and live live shows. So the live shows is what I instantly went to just check out. What oh, they I'm checking out the live shows. Yeah. And then I saw I saw today um I saw Prince's um I think I don't know I think somebody post Prince's uh sound check at Super Bowl. I got it. Yeah, that was uh I think Drake King was the that first was one cool. to post it. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, man, that's crazy, uh, bro. Let's see if I can pull cool. it up. It was, it was, it sounded like he he was crazy. Um, It's it's tone is fucking amazing on guitar. I won't play all of it because it's like four minutes long, but listen to his guitar tone. That's him talking. Right. Check one, two. Check one, two. Listen to this shit. Dearly beloved, that's good. Prince, Prince is crazy, man. They said they said get the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is incredible. I, what you gonna play in Blu-ray in? Oh, yeah, DVD player. 
I don't have a DVD player. PS5. Oh, I, I still got a DVD. My PS5 player. doesn't have no disc. Oh, I got the disc version. No, I didn't get that. Uh, they said the the Blu-ray is, is tight like shit. I might have to get an external DVD drive. Yeah. Anyway, Prince is my artist of the week. Let's do others. Uh, books, TV shows, movies, documentaries. Uh, Jake, go. Is he muted? He's muted now. I am. <laughs> what the? Oh, now, okay, now, now, oh, now you good. We couldn't, we couldn't hear you. Oh. Um, <laughs> you got traded. Oh, man. This morning, he didn't know he would. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm watching, uh, I'm watching Loki right now on uh, Disney Plus. Got it. Um, and I think, uh, new episodes come out Thursday. So I'm on episode four. I think it's six total. So it's two left. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really dope. Really dope. They just connect. It's it's always ridiculous how they have to connect all these damn Marvel, like, shows somehow. And, like, they they definitely go, they go in the last. Uh, Jonathan, what's called his, uh, what's his last name? Jonathan? Lane? No, nah, Majors. <laughs> Isn't that his name? John, yeah, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Is yeah. he in it? He's in it. He's, He's in, in it? Oh, they brought him back. Oh, because he beat yeah. the scandal. Oh, wow. Exactly. Well, no, I think this was done before oh, the okay. scandal, to be honest with you. I want to say this was done before the scandal. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But he's in it. Um, and he's got like a very obviously prominent role if you know who he plays in in the in that universe. Everybody else. Very important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's 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 the man. Yeah, I I'm curious how they're gonna roll it out. Well, I think they're waiting for that scandal to to, to die completely before they roll that stuff back out again. But I mean, that MCU phase year phase thing is crazy because if you go look yeah. at the year phase, it's, it's they, the 2028. Yeah. They got the movies and yeah. TV shows rolled out. So yeah, but I heard Loki. I didn't finish the first season of Loki, but I heard it was good. It is, man. I just didn't. I you know, no time to watch that stuff, man. Uh, Trey, um, flights are full. My Trey? other of the week is uh, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> that podcast is hilarious, dude. Cam yeah. and Mace, they got they got a they got a hit going there. That thing is funny. Um, it's it, it's never a dull moment. Like if you turn on an episode of that, like it it's it, from start to finish. It is man. Like, even the small clips are funny as shit, man. Yeah, it it is <laughs> it is great. Um. Unless you're uh, offended by uh, gay jokes, then then you probably shouldn't. <laughs> uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, outside of that, it is what it is. Okay, uh, John. Uh, my other of the week is Millie Vanilli, the documentary that came out last week. I actually have not started watching it yet, but um, I'm hearing some crazy shit about it. I heard it's really good. Robin Fed. Uh, um, yeah, of course it is about the uh, the duo from the UK that won like a bunch of Grammy awards, and they were like 13, sold over 13 or 20 million records. Excuse me, and um, there was one big fat lie in all of it. Uh, that they did not sing. So uh, they had their Grammys taken away, a lot of residuals taken away, and this sort of breaks down. And, you know, um, one of them, I think it was uh, Fab, who was on Vlad TV, 
uh, he had an interview with him that sort of explains a lot of what happened. So this kind of ties in with it and a lot of it uh, lines up. Uh, so if anybody has a Paramount Plus password, they can let me. Jay, we waiting on Jay, man. Jay got that. Yeah, because you know, um, they're doing the um, they're doing the uh, the 40th anniversary of Thriller, and that's on. Yeah, I know. Paramount Plus too. I need. But I need somebody to. Hook it's me on up Showtime too. It's Showtime and Paramount Plus. I need so, both. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have yeah. Showtime anymore. <laughs> that's a, that's December second. That's going to come out December second. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So my my other of the week is actually a book. The Britney Spears uh, autobiography. Mm. It's a pretty fucked up book, man. Like from from the beginning, <laughs> of the book. It's a fucked up book. Like she had a fucked up life, yo. Like it's it's. You already said watch out for part two. It's part another, two is coming out. Part two. Yeah, it's gonna be a volume two. She said. Wow. Why? She covered everything in part one. She, um, she's there's to, more. Wait, she wants that money. There's, there's a there's a whole segment in it just about NSYNC. And Justin Timberlake, that actually had me cackling in the car when I was listening to it on Audible. It was like the way she was talking about, he was saying for shizzle, and he went up to genuine and said for shizzle. I, was I like, think it's funny that he went up to genuine. Yeah, like you—that's the dude <laughs> that you say for shizzle to in the middle of the street in New York. Like, uh, okay, and she talks really lovingly about Justin Timberlake, and um, she's married. She remarried, right? She's married now to a dude. She married like four dudes. Yeah, she's married. She's she's going through it. But they about to get divorced. Oh, the yeah. dude she talked about that made up as a part two to the book. But the book itself, I think it was only like it's only like an eight hour listen. It wasn't like a long listen. Um, I tried to listen to the new Magic Johnson biography. I don't know if y'all got hip to that one. I, I've heard of it. Yeah, that I thing is thirty five hours long, and Jesus I got through Christ. the first hour, and I was like, "This is terrible." Because the dude talking about it, you could tell he's he's a Magic fan. It's like, dude, this is not even objective. This is just like you just. And he's in the book. He says, "And then Magic Johnson, <laughs> like, dude, why you say his name like that? He was seventeen. He wasn't Magic yet. What the fuck?" So my book, or if you if you read books or you got Audible, anything you listen to books on, Britney Spears. Uh, I forgot the name of the book, but it's her autobiography. Go check it out. Um, those are our picks, ladies and gentlemen, and that is our show. Uh, the PSA for today and for the rest of the week is that you need to set your clock back because uh, Daylight Savings is, is this weekend. Yay, we got an hour back. And we get but an this is the last This is the last time, right? This is this is it. What you mean? They about to get rid of it? Again? It's supposed to be. This is supposed to be it. They tried it. Stay the daylight. One. They tried it in 76. It didn't work. Yeah, this is supposed to be it. And then in the springtime, when we spring forward, that's it. Like it's gonna, oh. it's gonna stay, stay daylight. Yeah, stay daylight. Yeah, we remember the story when they said they tried it before and it, was, it didn't work because people didn't they didn't adhere to it. Well, they also they also didn't have laws for seatbelts then Technology. either. Right? <laughs> they have car seats. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have car seats either. But there's also that video uh, of of people uh, when they were telling them they can't have a drink while they're driving. Yeah, I, I can't that. believe they're taking yeah. away our freedom. I can't even crack one back while I'm driving home from work. That old hillbilly like, wow. said they're, they're <laughs> making it. They're making it so that can't even dr- drink a beer on the way home after a hard day's work. Like, nigga. 
but the cars are made of, the cars are made out of titanium back then, so you could do well, that without I guess. killing somebody. Yeah, so you can just kill somebody who's crossing the street. <laughs> Sir! But if you hit another car, you ain't going nowhere. You just stay in the car. <laughs> you driving a tank anyway. Yeah, you driving a tank is cool. Um, so yeah, okay. So daylight savings. Uh, get your flu shots. Get your COVID shots if you ain't had them, because you know it's that time of year. Um, kids are getting sick, and kids bring those germs home to their family. So just stay covered. Yep, they did it with me. They covered. You know, um, if your kids are playing sports, go out there and be active. Cheer your kids on. My kid, my son lost all three games of the regionals last Sunday, and it was okay. Oh damn! They, they cried. It was cool. It was, you know, as a coach, I was like, uh. You know, this this sucks, but it was it was a cool experience. You get out there and you, you get to watch the kids. The funny thing about it was they lost all three games. They were all crying and stuff. And then right after they lost, they went right back to playing like pickup football. So I was like, <laughs> it didn't stay with them long enough for them to be like really hurt about it. They just they they got hurt that they couldn't go to the Pro Bowl in, in Florida. But other than that, you know, it was it was a cool experience for them. It's a cool experience for us too. So get out there before the weather really changes. I think today it was like 50 degrees, and I think we're going to be oh, in the 50s. It's cold. 40s and then we, we're going into the oh, there's a freeze warning tonight man it's oh, gonna yeah. rain yeah so no more 80 degrees 80 degrees was last weekend um, stay safe tell your family you love them give your people the flowers while they're still here and we will catch you guys next week peace this guy getting common this one fella put in a hard day's work put in 11 12 hours a day <laughs> and then get in your truck and at least drink one or two beers there said one or two, one or two beers you drink when you want to you have to wear a seatbelt when you're driving. And Damn. Pretty soon we're going to be calling this country. <laughs> I thought you said pretty soon we're going to put on condoms. I was like, yeah. oh shit! Well, she still probably was like, that. yeah. Oh boy. She, she she didn't do that. She had a baby in the car. Oh. <laughs> While she was drinking with no seatbelt, was hers. The baby had a beer. <laughs> it wasn't hers. <laughs> The baby the was baby selling beer. weed. Your baby had a beer. He was selling weed. I'm not following hey, man, chick. somebody give me that Paramount, please. Thank you. Uh, 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 yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in history. So now what? They got they mics and gizmos. Podcast rep up for DC, what it is, mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things. From rookies who bored the vets about to get more rings, plus more things, like a jam session or something. Yep. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcasts or Astro Turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the Nomad, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Jay Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. This has been Sports and Things. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow us at Sports and Things, S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z on IG. And if you follow us on Twitter, you can be sure to look us up at IsSports, I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z and wherever else you are listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening.